Slop City Podcast! Oh, that's beautiful. What'd you say, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what you sound like when you snore. That's like your calm one. <laughs> hey everybody, uh <laughs> everybody, unfortunately, our uh, podcast guest today, Rafe Williams, is asleep. Uh, he uh nodded off. <laughs> Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> oh shit. That's that was a really good act out of nodding off. Thanks. Yeah. I've been I've been rehearsing my whole life uh by sleeping every night. <laughs> yeah, I uh took a improv class, so not yeah. sure if you know. I took uh level two sleep. <laughs> level two. And, yeah, I took level two sleep at the improv shop and uh Method it only cost four hundred and eighty dollars <laughs> and uh you know, you basically just go in and then you do a lot of nap work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really like, it's kind of like object work, but it's just you sleeping on a hard floor. Sure. But, uh, I don't know. Method sleep actor. Yeah. yeah, it was good. I mean, I ended up sleeping with the instructor, but. <laughs> just next to them. Yeah. Not not like we didn't fuck. No, we no, just, no. You... I literally just slept next to Andy slowly, just head to toe. <laughs> who were we talking about the other day that did really good object work it was a kid at your oh it was brooklyn your granddaughter i don't remember do you remember you were talking about how she wipes her ass poorly and you go oh yeah she, she does really good object work yeah dude <laughs> well she's always digging in her ass yeah. and i'm like did you wipe your butt good and then i finally like made her show me you know i'm like well just when you next time you poop I'm not going to wipe, but you got to call me in there. She just takes the toilet paper and just touches her butt cheek with it. She didn't like get anywhere near her butthole. She just like touches her ass cheek and then throws it in. She goes, yeah, I do it. I just wipe my butt. Which means like whoever taught her just, she watched from the front and just saw them like reach behind them Uh and then never like actually got, knew that you had to like get in there and get poop out of your butt she just was like so she'd take she'd wake a lot of toilet paper touch her butt drop it in and i'm like she, so she's just walking around with shit in her asshole she like the way that brooklyn wipes her ass is like when i'm doing when i'm blending with like a blending sponge yeah. and putting my foundation on i'm like that's how brooklyn wipes her yeah, ass she blocks she her just, butt cheek oh we got a clap I was fucking money. See, improv, you just can't learn how to clap on command like that unless you've done mm. improv. So, guys, please join our online improv class. It's just $7,000 for uh, one class. Pass the nap. It passes the nap. Oh, shit. That was funny. I love that she, like, your, your granddaughter is, well, technically, she's my granddaughter, too. I mean, we're not married, but, you know, it's like. She's your common-law granddaughter. She's yeah. my common-law granddaughter, like she's reading, dude. She like showed us that she was reading and it was so exciting. Like I, we, cause we went to her little Christmas program on earlier this week. We did. Yep. Who? Well, first time I've been to one of those in a really, really fucking long time. Yeah. I, I don't think I've been to one. of. I think the last Christmas program I went to was mine. That I remember in like sixth grade and they made us wear fucking red polos. It was like Sunflower Elementary Choir, you know, and every they were like all oversized. They like gave us all larges and we're like third graders, like (laughs) sitting in these shitty shirts had to wear khakis. And the, the music teacher like made us tuck the polos in. So every kid was just like uncomfortable and looked like a disheveled Best Buy worker on stage. Yeah. I don't, I'm like, I don't think I've been to one of those in a long time. Well, I don't think there's any reason to go to those if you don't know somebody in them or. Well, sure. I'm not going to just go to local schools and go to their Christmas programs. Right. (laughs) I'd say my last one was probably, I think my fourth or fifth grade Christmas program. It's called Winter Wouldn't Wait. That was the name of the production. It was a play though. It wasn't like. 
Do you know what I mean? Like we had our own play that we did that was just a fifth grade or fourth grade class. <clears throat> it wasn't just like we didn't phone it in like these kids were doing. We didn't yeah. just get up there and sing Jingle Bell Rock. And then, no. Like I played a character called Butch Bear, the whole, which was the lead. Everybody wanted it. It was the first time I ever got the lead in anything. What grade was this? Probably fourth or fifth. Okay. And this was at the elementary school that is down the street from your mom's house, right? Yes. Which will be of zero interest to any of your listeners. But yes. I just want to make sure. I'm glad you got your, they'll be like, oh, okay. No. Make the scene for us. (laughs) This is elementary school that's down the street from your mother's house, which we've all never been to. I'm trying to understand where this is. Yes, it's on on Sycamore Street. Let's, Let's really paint the scene. Yes, it is at the elementary school that is down the street from my mother's house. Okay. That's all I wanted to know. Any other geographical questions you have about no, this story? I think, that, I think that's going to be my only geographical <clears throat> question for the day. I think it's important to note that you grew up in a really fucking small town. Like, it's not like you were... The fact that your tiny little town made a Christmas program, Winter Wouldn't Wait, that big of a deal, I think that's something to say, okay? They did a great job, clearly. Okay. So, that's all I'm fucking saying. Well, the cliff notes, the plot line of this play was that we were all forest animals who didn't want to hibernate. We were like young, hip kid animals who just wanted to party. Yeah. And Mother Nature came and I was the leader of this rebellious group of preteen, adolescent forest animals. Penelope Porcupine was another. I remember very, (laughs) I was Butch Bear. They all had alliteration in their names for some reason. Okay, okay. Got it. Penelope uh, Porcupine. I just remember that. Played by Paula Porter, whose PP was really, <laughs> I remember that very vividly for some reason. She did Paula a great Porter, job, too, everybody. if she ever watches this. <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, you know, I remember it being like we put on this whole production and, you know, put on little fake bear ears and it was a musical. So, uh, <laughs> My character Butch Bear got to do a rap. Wow! Which is was just, I would be canceled for it today. Like basically, I would have been fourth grade canceled because for cultural appropriation. Yeah, you're but, fucking out. Yeah. Do you remember any of it? Oh hell yeah, dude! Do you really? Oh yeah, it's crazy. You, okay, so basically, and how long was this play? Like an hour? Because I never got hour. to do a play. I'm like super jealous. Very hour, you know. Maybe it could have been a half hour. I okay. And that's probably an hour. And you were the lead. You were number one macho butch bear. Yeah. So there was like, we had lines and then we had like musical accompaniment and had to come out and say, it was probably the most highly produced thing I'd ever been in. And then it, they probably better than what we did for the rest of school. Cause I remember <laughs> our high school plays were bunk. Like we didn't have any money for the arts. <laughs> Everybody it? was a coal miner where I grew up. They were like, you just did Little Shop of Horrors every year and then Grease the next year and then went back and did Little Shop the next year. Yeah, they, they, they reused, didn't buy new props. They yeah. reused the set for everything. Same set, same props, yeah. Um, did anybody get, like, dropped down, you know, like... Um, well, no, that's a ridiculous thing. We did in the gymnasium. We didn't do <laughs> that it. That happens, enough. okay. <laughs> yeah, we hired, We had a crane. My, my school in an impoverished coal mining town <laughs> had a crane come in. I've seen it. Didn't it happen in Carrie? Didn't they drop someone down in that play? I don't know what you're talking about. Carrie. That's Wasn't also there a, a play? Stephen King movie that was made for millions and millions of dollars. Okay. Well, I'm just saying. I've seen some kids get dropped down in a play. Okay. They got the little harness on. Well, yeah, we didn't have any kind of matrix. Uh, okay. John Woo didn't help direct our play, so... <laughs> Uh, okay, so you were the rap. What was? Yeah, I just remember like, <laughs> dude, everybody was jealous of this because like it was this was like you know Beastie Boys time. This was like the early stages of rap music. Sure, we were all into it, which is about it's back when you were allowed to like it, and then you didn't have to like kill yourself if you were a hip hop fan. Um, the song was. I just remember it got big laughs. It's like you got laughs in because I was like, I never went through any baby phase. 
I was a genius at an early age. My mom said the first words I spoke were, bring me a pizza and a Diet Coke. <laughs> it was like, everyone's like, Wah! Kids were like, I'm so mad I didn't get to do that. Oh, like, my God. Uh, and I'm not going to. Usually, I try to be modest and humble, but I'm going to be honest. I fucking crushed. Oh, I believe it. I crushed at this play. It I was a you- high note of my childhood career. That is, did were was everybody the town just like going ape shit like well, the I, parents? No and one everybody. Was like, yeah, no one picked me up on their shoulders and carried me out of there or anything. But it was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it went. Some little fourth grader makes out with you after. It was definitely like the first. It wasn't the first time I'd performed, but it was definitely the first time I had performed. Uh in front of a, that big of an audience for like, and got some laughs where I was like, yeah, the seed was planted. You were like, this, this is good. I remember people telling my mom, just be like, he's got some talent. <laughs> he's know? got, he's got some <laughs> talent. He might have future show business. You know, he's kind of got a really good voice. I didn't have to really sing, sing. No. In that one. I think I did sing another song though. I was, but it was like a, there's a girl who played mother nature and we had a back and forth. Yeah. Her telling me like why it was important for us to sleep and how hibernation was part of her plan. Okay. Wow. If I went back and looked at it, there's probably some really weird religious undertones or something in it, but. Oh, I'm sure. I've wanted to do it. I would love to. I tried to get Burnside, my improv team. I was like, dude, I'm going to look up this childhood play. I wanted to do it as a form, as a show at the improv shop where everybody goes back and redoes their childhood Christmas play. That's fucking hilarious. As adults. Yep. Uh, I think it would be really funny to watch. Like, oh, I'd totally fucking watch that show. And then maybe like do some improv in the middle. Like change <laughs> some stuff up, try to yeah. make it current. But yeah. it's out of production. Winner wouldn't wait. I so mean, if, you're the per- if you're listening to this podcast and you wrote Winner wouldn't wait, tell you what, let's talk about copyright. Let's talk about you selling me the copyright. Maybe I'll put you back on. I love that you spelled winter wooden weight. (laughs) W-O-O-D-N-W-E-I-G-H-T. Winter wooden weight. That's what you thought I was saying this whole time. Literally this whole time. You didn't think it was the contraction of would not. Oh my fucking God. I explained here's the thing that's funny to me. I explained the plot of the movie to you or the plot of the play as kids that didn't want kids didn't want to hibernate because winter was coming. And we wanted to we wanted winter to wait so we could party and you still completely ignored the context and typed in Winter wooden wait. Well, that's the name of this fucking episode for sure. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, this is truly this is what embarrassing. I talk about when I'm like, I sometimes think you're the most intelligent person I've ever met, and I am impressed by how smart you are. And then there are times that I think that you may be the dumbest person alive. Dude, but it gave a fucking weight. <laughs> Five point six pounds. You want to know how much a winter wooden weight is? 5.6 pounds. (laughs) Holy shit. This feels very similar to when I found out that Dashund wasn't Dashund. No, this isn't a mispronunciation. (laughs) This is a complete belly flop of reading the context of a conversation. (laughs) I thought it was like an edgy name or something. Like... I mean, that's what it, that I want everybody to to go back and listen. What did you think, Randy? Did you think it was wouldn't? What did what did you think? I was thinking it was W O U L D and apostrophe T or something like oh, that. Okay, and go fuck yourself. A I T. Yeah, yeah. Which is I what it is. I suck spelling. If that's so. No, you, you actually did a really Get good me. job. A lot better than I did. It's funny because is... rem- now I remember like the the, the big like <laughs> finale was like winter wouldn't wait for anybody. Winter has a mind of its own. <laughs> and it was like, and then the mother nature comes around, like taps us all on the head and we all like have to like fall asleep right where we're at. And like, she was chasing me around the gymnasium and I was trying to like, ducking her and everything. Cause <laughs> I was like the last one to go out. Yeah. 
And now, how much funnier would it be if it was that was the words? <laughs> Winter wouldn't wait. And she's just like dropping a 5.6 pound weight on all these little kids' heads and oh. like giving them a fucking concussion. That's uh, what she uses to knock you out is the winter wooden weight. That's yeah. how you hibernate. <laughs> That's how you really go to sleep. <sighs> Holy fuck. Mother nature's a bitch. What an idiot. Me. I'm the idiot. I just wonder if you could find the lyrics. That's like shit your talk to text does. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. My talk to text <laughs> makes me look like I am borderline uh, special needs very sure. often. It's yeah, it's well, it's just like, um, oh, cool. I texted John and he already texted me back, our landlord. Uh oh, did they reprise Winter Wouldn't Wait? Winter Wouldn't Wait, leader of the pack. That's the Butch Bear. Wait, is that that song that Meredith Hopping sings? That is, but it's not, it's a different. Someone did that at work the other day. I, someone goes, Well, he is just the leader of the pack. And then this coworker that I have did that bit that Meredith Hopping does mm-hmm. and was like, leader of the pack. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe people actually know this song in the real world. Like it is it's a, a popular fucking, song in the fifties. It's a fucking thing. Okay. So this video, can that we watch like, that? We'll just see if that's it. Chip is leader of the pack in winter. Uh, uh, uh. Sorry, Randy. Sponsored by. Beep. You can skip, dude. Oh. What's happening? Same old stuff. All my mother ever talks about is gathering acorns for the winter. She's really driving me nuts. Yeah, I know what you mean. My dad said I was the laziest chipmunk he ever saw just because I hadn't found Pearl for the winter yet. Oh, yes. What did you say? I told him I would chip off the old block. What a lazy production. They got this they got this kid holding a wireless mic going from person Passing, to person. That's what I was just gonna say. Like you gotta be sure. Our production was much better than this. It was because clearly th- I mean this kid's like a fucking Also, how talk old show is host. the person who put this on YouTube that they took a phone recording of clearly their computer screen? I know. It is very sad. It's hilarious. <laughs> that's why I thought it was older than it was. I'm like, oh maybe this is an old VHS. Well, let's see. Just play it. I want to see if they get to a song. Like you can skip through a little bit of the. Okay. For parents, they make a stink over everything. <laughs> Sounds like you guys need to take less for me. My dad's always after me to clean out the den. But I just say, bear with me, pops. I'll get to it sooner or later. Which bear? Just keeps getting later and later and later. Yeah, wow, this kid that is- sucks. Who cast this? He's clearly related to the lady that put on the show. You think so? I mean, he. you know what he's reminding me of is the yeah. character Maria, Maria Sophia in Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> like, she, he has Kinda. the wrong inflection. He's like, and later, and later, His delivery and is later. Bunk. <laughs> I can't believe this is fucking real. I can't believe it's on here. I've looked everywhere for this in the past. A lot of jokes and puns in in Winter Wouldn't Wait, but it was crushing back in the day. Sure. Parents are really the pits. They're always on their kids' cases. Parents are really such problems. Yeah, you said it. You're not kidding. They treat us just like babies. Sounds like you guys need a little help. It's time that we made some kind of statement. Show them, show our parents that we're not just a bunch of babies after all. (laughs) This guy sucks. I'm not sure yet, but just give me a little time. This trusty brain of mine always comes up with the right idea. <laughs> See how cool they made the lead character? The lead like, this is... This kid's blowing it, but this guy's cool. He's oh, the leader of the pack. For sure. Here we go, baby. Is this a song? It must be. It sounds like he's getting ready to... Let's get it. Let's see how accurate I was. If this kid doesn't fuck it up. Well, this might be a different number. I never went to play baby stage. 
I was a genius at an early age. My mom said the first words I spoke were, bring me a pizza and a diet coke. Come on, kid, give it some life. <laughs> You're going to be the leader of the pack. Oh, my God. I had the whole cast backing me up while I was rapping. Dude, this is unreal. Oh, man, I oh you want to keep going? Well, zoom in. Oh, yeah. Whoa. The kid did the microphone swing. Yeah. You know what's crazy is that's young Tom Holland. <laughs> this kid grew up to be Spider Man. The slide was pretty cool. He just didn't bring the energy, man. You got to bring the energy to something like that. No, he really didn't. Um, it it felt really muted. It just didn't feel. It was fine. It it wasn't good. So, Chip, we're uh, unfortunately not going to recast. I can't you believe we found it in this. I, I can't believe that this is real. That you knew the words. I am blown <laughs> the fuck away. Winner wouldn't wait, dude. You know, we've it's been together. We've been party. together a long time now, and yeah. I did not know this about when you. When I put out my acting resume and I put stage experience, that's what I'm talking about. I just leave that out. <laughs> like, do there? Do you have any? I said off Broadway. That's what I put, and that's what I'm talking about. Off Broadway, it was the elementary school gymnasium. Mm-hmm. That is off Broadway, technically. It technically is. So I think that's really good. Wow. Some that- have brains and some have talent. <laughs> <laughs> the pizza and a diet coke is killed every time. I guarantee I can't it. Believe, he didn't deliver it well enough, but it, you deliver it right, it kills. He could have brought that house down. Well, did you hear? There's a lot of jokes in it too. Oh yeah, a lot of puns. Yeah, a lot of puns. You know, which is good for that age. Penelope the porcupine yeah, is on pins and needles. On pins and needles. Mm-hmm. You know. Holy I'm shit! I'm telling you, I can't. If you're I, out there and you are the writers of Winter Wouldn't Wait. And you want to license it. You really want to go big. Yeah. I'm your I, guy. I went ahead and bought the domain to Winter Wouldn't Wait. And then I also went ahead and bought the domain to Winter Wooden Wait. Yeah. Dot com. Just in case. You never know. We need it. So uh, we have the domain rights and that's really great. Nice. Dude. Yeah. I can't even. Oh, Randy, did you get those videos? <laughs> Are you still laughing about fucking Rafe? Yeah, take your time. Um, tell that. So, tell the everybody about the Christmas show or whatever that we went to see with the Brooklyn and all that. Well, what do you want to talk about? I mean, just how fucking hilarious it was because we got into the plays. We didn't get into like it was like the school. Yeah, this was Christmas more of a, program. Yeah, this is just where every class comes up, sings a song. The first they had. And this high school that we were at is K through 12, which is like mind blowing to me. Yeah, it was the whole. That's we got it. there and Tina's like, so what is this? And she's like, is this K through five? He's like, no, it's a whole school. She's like, oh. So like junior high too. He's like, no, it's the whole school. <laughs> and she goes, what do you mean? And he's like, the whole town. This town is Dora, Missouri. It's very small. Yeah. And every. uh it would be weird. I was thinking about this because the whole class goes there. Like you go there your whole life. Yeah. You never leave that school unless you go to college, which I had a feeling not a lot of them are gone. Um, yeah. 
I'm not judging. I'm from a no, place no, like no. that where a lot of people just go work on the farm and stuff. But I can't imagine your goal as a kindergartner. You get like, they put you in your little locker. Kindergartner. Your kindergartner. They put you in a little locker and they're like, if you work really hard for the next 12 years, you get a locker at the other end of this hallway. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's as far as you're going. Yeah, all, is, the ki- all the kindergartners get lockers on the bottom row. They're like, you work really hard. Yeah. You can get a locker up here. Yeah, because <laughs> like. One step. And I guess it's not super weird, but it's kind of <laughs> weird because I remember like going to graduations where I would be like, okay, fifth grade graduation. I'm going to a new school next year. Yeah. Eighth grade graduation. I'm going to a new school next year. You like, you? there was a rite of passage that. Like, what's that like at a school like that where you're like, all right, you graduated fifth grade. Yeah. You sit at a different cafeteria table next year. Like, what do you? Yeah, you have a different lunchtime. Yeah. You have a later lunchtime because your body can handle you it. You never get to be like, you also at least got three times in your life where you were kind of like the big cheese in the school, right? Fifth grade, eighth grade, senior year. Big cheese. You just, you can, your bullies never graduate. Think yeah. about that. Like, if you had a bully that's like a year or two ahead of you, that's just for 12 fucking yeah, years of your life. You're not, you don't get any chance of like, mom, can I go to a different school? Like, which happens. There are times that people are yeah. like, oh God, I or just, just a reprieve. I hate that. No, you're with them the whole time. Even if they're two years older than you, two years younger, whatever, it doesn't matter. That, that guy or gal matter. could be your fucking lifetime bully. You could get pushed in the same fucking hallway Every year. For 12 years. For 12 fucking years. No. Too much. It's too much. It's wild. You know what, though? I bet when I was a kid, you remember the parachute game? Like, every kid no. would grab onto, like, there was, like, a big circle thing. It almost looked like the top of a circus. Um, You know. Tent. Tent. There you go. T-O-N-T. <laughs> T O N T E. A taunt. A taunt. Yeah, no, but like we would put, you'd lift it up and everybody would run under it really quick. It was a really cool game. Kind of. Like a big parachute what was game. It, what Whatever. was the object of the game? Uh, just, you know, teamwork. Everybody get get it up at the same Could time. Did you win? No, there was no winning. It was That's just not a game, teamwork. That's an activity. Okay, well, it was a team building exercise. Okay, I'll, t- I'll accept that. Will you take team building exercise? I'll that. We were talking about it at Flyover. Like, me, uh, Zach, and Brady were all putting together, like, the outside tent for the vaccination card section or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we were all, like, under it, putting it together. I was like, dude, don't you feel like you're in elementary school right now, like, playing that game? And we were all laughing our asses off. But I guess it's not a game. It's a team building exercise, so... That's what I would classify it as. Sure. There was no object of the game. It was just kind of cool. You get up, see all the colors, you know, colors of the rainbow. No purple. Just red, orange, yellow, green, blue. Roy G. Biv. You know that? Yeah. You know about Roy G. Biv? Mm -hmm. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue. Indigo violet. Indigo violet. Pretty cool. Yeah. I like that you asked me if I knew about it and explained it to me anyway. That was my favorite part of that. You know uh, about that? You do? I'm going to tell you about it anyway. I I'm going to explain it in detail. Know about Roy G. Biv? What's up, everybody? Come on down to Roy G. Biv Toyota. Get you a good deal on one of these Toyota Land Rovers. We got new RAV4s. And we have very old Toyota Corollas. Come on down to Roy G. Biv's Toyota dealership. If you want a car and a lot to give, come on down to see Roy G. Biv. (laughs) Fuck, that's good. Oh, fuck, Roy. Oh, fuck, Roy. You're killing. You're fucking me. Roy? (laughs) Roy? Royce? Royce G. Biv. Royce. Oh, my God. That's his new nickname. Yeah, Royce G. Royce G. Biv. He's at home right now selling off. Old Camry to Simba. Sucking on his toes. He's just sucking on his little toes. Uh, at least his breath doesn't stink anymore. I know. I can't believe that. Fucking eight teeth out, thousand dollars later, and his breath doesn't stink anymore. Mm-hmm. So we're doing something right. I mean, mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. I can stand to cuddle the, him. The Christmas program, to get back to that. Sure, sure, sure. Was, uh, it was kind of fun, I thought. I had a blast. I had fun because it's like being in comedy and being in all these like 
productions that we put so much like stake into uh-huh. every show is like, gotta kill, gotta do great. We gotta do great. People, people paid money to see this. It was nice to go to something where it was like, yeah, this is a shit show, but it was free and it's your kids. And like, mm-hmm. you want them to have this experience and we all suffer through it together, which I, I kind of thought was fun. I had a good time. I had a blast and everybody was really supportive, even when people did very poorly. And yeah. I thought that was really nice. Yes. The funniest part, though, was this preschool kid, which you're about <laughs> to see. So the preschoolers came out and they had to give peppermint candies to the audience. Yeah. They well, first like of all, little- let me just say. COVID's over in Dora, Missouri, because there were, I tried to put my mask on and go inside the elementary school and I saw three people pull a pistol. Yeah. And I was just like, like, hey, bro, hey, I'm just reaching for a mask. And they're like, we know, we know, we seen it. Put it back in your pocket. Rafe went to put a mask on and they were like, pussy. Yeah. They they roasted me, dude. Uh, So the preschoolers had to come out and all the preschoolers are like most preschool kids, Mm -hmm. uh, like they love to share, give you a gift. They were happy. There was one girl was giggling like so maniacally. She was like, almost seemed like she was on PCP or something. Dude, she was like, could not process. <laughs> Hand out peppermints. They made those little pails. So they literally had re- these preschoolers walk out in their little Christmas outfits and they're getting ready to do their number, open up the show. Okay. Yeah. They're cute. They're small. They're fun. And they m- clearly made these little pails, but the pails were red solo cups <laughs> with like pipe cleaners. Like they cut sure. little holes in it and did little pipe cleaners. You know, an activity a preschooler could do. It was super cute. So they had their little peppermints in there, just walking around all willy nilly, you know, handing off their stuff. And that little girl was so funny. The one that was like screaming, laughing, loved her. And then I feel like all of the kids were pretty you know, they understood what was going on, except Mr. Santa. No, he understood. He was just like, there was this one kid that was like, he looked like Hasbullah. He like had like that, uh, he had that like little kid body that kind of looks like a grown man's body, you know? Like he had some sort of. His face looked a- too angry as a preschooler, you well, know? He just like, he looked like, he looked like Hasbullah snuck into the preschool. And the way he like just like sneaks up and punches people in the face in yes. all his videos, like this kid was like, comes by me and all the kids are like handing peppermints out. And I put my hand out to get a peppermint. And he just goes, he just punched me in the hand, <laughs> punched my hand away. And then he threw the peppermint on the floor and then just glared at me and walked away. And I was like, damn, dude. dude we were laughing. And he was doing it to everybody. He was like smacking people's hands away and throwing the peppermint. I think he was like mad that he had to give the candy away. Holy so he was fuck. like the one preschooler who <laughs> had moved past that like loving child, mm-hmm. like you know when you're a kid you're just like I just want everyone to be happy and share and have playtime. He was like a grizzled this guy like yo he was he was done. out back smoking a cigarette yep. like he had his tie on crooked. Yeah, he's like drinking a forty of Capri Sun. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's like yeah, yeah. He's like I'll eggnog two rocks straight. Uh. But this kid was just mean as hell, dude. And I was laughing so hard. So I'm like, look at little Hezbollah over here, just like smacking people's hands. And like, <laughs> and he gets on stage, dude. And he was not having it at, they were doing this, some kind of dance where it was like, the ginger. teacher was like, what was it called? It was like the some snowflake techno song. gingerbread man song. I thought it was a snowflake song. Oh, man. no, I don't think it was. I yeah, mean, whatever it was, you'll see it in the video. There was a lot of movement. And the teacher was like, and D arms windshield wiper. We do the windshield wiper, windshield wiper, windshield wiper. And this kid's just like, go fuck yourself. Stone cold like, face. I was ready for him to pull a pack of cools out and just fucking smoke a cool menthol 100 right there in front of the whole congregation. Dude, I, the, the fact that he even kept the whole outfit on, too, is what makes it. Yeah. He kept his he Santa hat on. He was the only kid dressed like Santa Claus, which was the funniest part of it. He was the main guy. There's yeah. like one Mrs. Claus, one Santa Claus. Yeah. Everyone else is wearing these bunk ass elf aprons and Santa hats. They had one full costume and it was like, we're going to give it to this kid. And dude, well, Santa's had it, dude. Santa's grizzled. He had no holiday cheer left. I guess we're, the world must be a hot holiday cheer. Let's, I love that it was the opposite too. The girl that was dressed as Mrs. Claus was, happy was so happy. So excited. Okay, let's watch this. 
God, Randy's fucking. Rewind the clip. Rewind the clip. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay. Is this your first time using a computer? Me? Yeah. No. You fucking cuck. All right, let's do it. Here it is. Uh, Dora, Missouri, elementary school, Christmas. <laughs> Just kidding. Ain't having it, dude. <laughs> Ain't having it. He also, like, after gave he peppermints to everyone while before the song began, he was just aggressively picking his nose on oh, yeah. stage. And I was like, this kid's a star. So many nose pickers in that preschool. This kid's a star. But it was hilarious. I mean, it really, honestly, it was fucking good. Made the whole performance for me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the comedic timing of this kid to do nothing, to make the choice. <laughs> To not move an inch for an entire song. They did like 15 iterations of this. Like, oh, yeah. Do the it, cha-cha. Do the windshield wiper. And the song do was the a bit long. Yeah. I would say it was five minutes. It was every bit of, yeah. Four, four to five minutes. Four or five minutes. And this kid, Santa Claus, was just not having it. And it no. was and the funniest I mean, thing I've ever seen him. He life. didn't. You know what I will give this kid? <clears throat> he did not succumb to peer pressure. Not even for a second. I mean... They, he is like, I'm not doing it. Oh, is this the other clip? Okay, let's just watch him one more time. So this is later on. He's just getting it. Now he's alienated himself away from everyone. <laughs> <laughs> nope. He's not, he's not succumbing to peer twisting. pressure. He's not windshield wiper. And he's, no, he's not doing any of it. No. So, I mean, if we're taking bets on this kid, you know, saying no to drugs later on in his life, I'm I'm putting all my money on him. I think he's going to have a hard no. Yeah. Or he, like, had, or he already it. had an edible before this show. And he <laughs> yeah. in, like right when he got on stage, he's like, oh, man, I'm fucked. Yeah, up. he's he's deep in. I put a thing on my TikTok or Reels where I was like, this is how I feel when all my family acts like COVID's over at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> just like. I want to see this clip with the Curb Your Enthusiasm music behind it. Where it's like, whoop. I think we can find it on TikTok. We'll have to find it on there and add it. Yeah. Yeah, this kid ain't fucking having it. He doesn't want to do it at all. Um, I like, I, I really enjoyed this though. Getting to watch all these, uh, you know, all these cats we saw kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade and Brooklyn Rafe's granddaughter was so excited. She was so excited to have us there. And like she, she did it. She didn't choke. She did her little dance and she was singing. She got nervous. She did get nervous, but it was, that's good. You know, and good. she got nervous. Little kids are just about funny it. about that. Like, yeah. She started like rubbing her arms and. <laughs> licking her lips up there, like looking around. Uh -huh. Are you nervous? And I talked to her after. I go, were you nervous up there? She goes, no. And I go, are you sure? Because you were like rubbing your arms real hard. She goes, yeah, they itch. <laughs> I go, well, you were licking your lips a lot. And she's like, oh, yeah, they're really dry. And I'm just like, okay. She's like, I'm not a pussy. Yeah. It's just real funny. Little oh, kids. poor little gal. I know. But she did it. I was really proud of her. You could tell, though, she's like looking around. That's a lot of people. I mean, especially to your six fucking years old. Imagine. I get it. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, I do fucking stand up now. And sometimes I'm like, oh, holy fuck. It's a lot of people, you know? Yeah. And it's, <clears throat> you know, you start talking, you get into the weeds of like how the room was lit. Oh yeah, it was too bright. It's a bright gymnasium. You I can know. see everybody. I was I was thinking that literally we were in at there. that point in their life, it's almost every single person you know. To be honest, a lot of your life is just too well lit. You know what I mean? Like you go into an office, it's too bright in there. You're you're a young kid in a gymnasium. It's always too bright. I feel like when you're young, the only time that you really get darkness is when you go to sleep or you go to the movies that's it do you I know what i'm talking to about add to that yeah do you, it's sure. that's all <clears throat> i'm not looking for you to add anything to it i'm just saying when we got into that fucking gymnasium i was like it's too fucking bright in here man 
You can see every fucking wrinkle, every crevice. I got fucking perioral dermatitis on my face right now, looking like a fucking dummy. It's too bright. Too bright. It's too bright. <clears throat> Way to take a stand against light. I don't like it. I want it to be dark everywhere. Why do we have lights on right now in here? Because we have to for the podcast. Okay. And it's going to look good. But it's not, you know, this is different. This is lighting to make it look good later on. Ah. You know? So I'm fine with that. Okay. But if I'm in a bar, if I'm in a restaurant, I want it to be a little dim, you know? Like last night, the ambiance we had at that private birthday event, that was good. Wasn't too bright. I walked in and immediately felt comfortable. Great. <laughs> That's all I got to say. All right. Rafe just looked at his watch to signify that my stance on lighting. I love your stance on lighting. Is, well, we I think You should go to Home right. Depot and dress some Sorry, Randy. I, I was trying to get to that other photo. Was, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I like start digging around. <laughs> what? You um, must I wanna, be something down there. I want to get to those other photos that I sent you. Because I want to show you this. Dude, Rafe, I don't know if you fucking saw this, but I was looking at my dad's Facebook yesterday. I don't look at your dad's Facebook, so I didn't see it. Holy fuck. What do we got? Dude, it's fucking bad. You remember I told you he'll like eat a fucking raw onion sometimes? Yeah. And like, I mean, that's not a joke. I can't, I, I'm going to read you this whole fucking post. It is unreal. He's a psychopath. Okay. Uh, he fucking... <laughs> <laughs> he had an allergic reaction. Well, while he's loading those up, allergic reaction to what? <laughs> to an onion. Hey, I know how that goes. Now you know my pain, brother. Oh, what were you saying while he's loading this up? What? I was thinking about something we were talking about the other day. Like, mm -hmm. uh, it was on the way to the music, on the way to the christmas pageant we were just like listening to the radio you were talking about like listening to the radio sometimes it's fun because you don't know what's going to come on and you kind of oh yeah i love doing that <clears throat> and you know we were talking about uh i think like guns and roses was on you were like oh were you into guns and roses and i was like yeah yeah i love guns and roses uh that's what i was thinking about earlier when i said uh they all all of the members of Guns N' Roses have a do not resuscitate order, so GNR has a DNR. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Really? I don't know. I just thought it was a funny sentence. Um, oh, yeah. No, that is very But good. I was like, do you, the song was Patience that came on. Yes. And we were talking about like. I've been walking the streets. <laughs> and it was like. uh Back before, like my mom threw my Guns N' Roses CD away that I had to have my cousin buy me and I had to hide it between my mattress and my box spring because she thought it was the devil's music. So, so I didn't stupid. get that. Like anytime I would buy stuff like that, I got caught with it. My mom would get mad at me and throw it away. Yeah. And, <clears throat> <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, I had Beastie Boys, Paul Revere, and she said nothing, which was like filthy, but it's like it didn't look, the cover didn't look bad. You know what I mean? No, there wasn't like a demon skull on yeah, it. Yeah, they all, so they like, all had like fine. skulls for heads. And she's like, no, thanks, Satan. Get out of my house. <laughs> uh, yeah. My mom was a snoop. She, my mom snooped. She would snoop at my room when I was gone and snoop through all my stuff. She was a little snoop. Oh, yeah. To go through your mattress and stuff like that's mm -hmm. fucking hardcore. I don't think my parents ever did any of that. Yeah. She did. Cause I went through a phase where I was like kind of getting interested in girls and I would like trace, uh, I remember I traced like a Joe Camel ad and there were like women in cocktail dresses in the background. And I was like trying to learn to draw the camel. And so I was drawing like boobies. <laughs> so I started trace, I started tracing like girls out of my, I got trace paper and I would trace like girls out of what I, out of like X-Men comics. Uh huh. But like a lot of the X-Men comics, like they're framed up in a square. So like, they wouldn't have like their hands in frame or their feet. So it was like, I was just kind of, by the time I traced it and then I put like little nipples on the characters <laughs> and like drew a bush where their pussy would be. It looked like you I was, knew they had bushes. That's really cool. It Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd seen a couple of movies, but it was like, 
<laughs> I was tracing these out because I was like, you know, I'm probably 11, 12 years old, like trying to figure out girls. And then I was like, I would just end up with a bunch of tr- what looked like drawings of dead women's torsos because oh, it was my like, God. they never had, I couldn't draw hands and feet. I didn't like continue drawing their legs. So it was just like the, it would this just be art. A, like I, they were yeah, fucking and it, chopped off. And you couldn't trace the face really well. So it would be like these really intricate, very detailed drawings of the boobies and bush, but then the face would just be like, eh, it would be like a fucking stick figure's face. Yeah, you just do a little circle. Yeah, I don't know. Or sorry, I just wouldn't do it because I, they would look weird. So it was like I would just. Yeah. And my mom, they would disappear out of my like footlocker where I kept all my stuff in my room. And I always thought my little brothers were getting into it or whatever. But then I realized like, oh. My mom was finding these things and like never talking to me about it, just throwing them away. Oh God, he's not a murderer. No, I think he, he is not a murderer. Yeah, she <laughs> She's had to just think, throwing yeah, them all dude. away. I'm like, she had to think I was like a serial killer. Like, <laughs> is it normal for your uh, preteen son to just draw dead women's torsos all day long? Like, <laughs> She's in like church on Sunday. Like, she, yeah, she oh, probably. Yeah. And it probably confirmed all the things she thought about Guns N' Roses. That was my point. She's like, yeah, devil's music. I knew it. I found the devil's music. He's in here drawing dead ladies. <laughs> Once she found Lord, save my son. <laughs> Every morning she'd wake up like, dear God, please kill Axel Rose and his loved one. <laughs> when they broke up. She was really excited. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, um, that's fucking funny. But we were also talking about like when you're a kid, things change. The internet changed so many things about how you like got your information oh, about yeah. like. So I was like, she, you were like, were you a Guns N' Roses fan? I was like, oh, they were the biggest thing in the world for like a five-year period in the, what, Randy, 80s? what do you think? Late 80s? 85 to 89, probably? Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, or, I, w- I would confirm that, yeah. Let's just say 85 to 91. Let's give him an extra year. Randy confirmed <laughs> that. Okay. So before I was born. I was in high school. I was school. born in 92. That's crazy. That's a crazy thing to think about. Um, <laughs> but I would go to school, and the way you got your information back then was like maybe one of your buddies got a hold of like Thrasher magazine or something, and yeah. like the game of telephone was so much different. Like now, you can find out anything you want. Like there is no mystique to celebrity. Like you know everything you want to know about them. You have access to them all the time. Sure. But back in the day, it was like that song Patience came on. And I just remember my friend Shane Owens being like, dude, we're like listening on his Walkman. And he's like, listen to the lyrics, dude. I used to love her, but I knew I'd miss her. So I, or what is it? I used to love her. I had to kill her. I knew I'd miss her. So I had to keep her out in my backyard. And he's like, that's about his dog, dude. Axel Rose's dog died and he was so sad. He's like, people think it's about a woman, but I read an article on this man. And I'm like, you just accepted that as a fact. And mm-hmm. so like, I went my whole life. I'm like, that song patience is about Axel Rose's dog. A lot of people don't know that. That's probably completely false and untrue. No. I feel like that's how, like I, I just got told by one older kid that Marilyn Manson that's how you get all your took info. out his ribs and sucked his own dick. Absolutely. That was lit. It was, I, That's I it. mean, that was it. I was like. That was how information. Whoa, dude. That was the <laughs> internet. The internet was the older kids in your school. Yeah. That was the internet. In That's the, it. In the early 90s. They just told before. you hella edgy shit. In the and 1900s. You would just be like, that was the internet. Yeah. I remember <laughs> hearing that. It was from my friend's older brother. She had like four brothers. And the older one was like probably five years older than us. Mm-hmm. And hearing that Marilyn Manson took his ribs out and sucked his own dick, it was like the craziest thing ever. Because part of me was like, oh, my God, he just said dick. Like, I've never even, like, heard that word before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And he's sucking his own dick? Who took his ribs out, you know? I mean, I'm just, like, sitting, like... In the field, we would like play tagging and stuff, like with my head in my hands. And like, you don't even ask the good oh my questions. God, as a kid, you're just like you accept it. <laughs> you weren't like, what doctor agreed to do that surgery? <laughs> no. <laughs> Which rib? The bottom? One at the top? I was just like, which is the dick sucking rib? Which one <laughs> needs to come out? Is yeah. it the thirteenth one comes out, and then yeah. you can just bend a little <laughs> Did more? Did they just shave the bottom <laughs> off? I have no fucking idea. Yeah, and that was just like the way. <laughs> That was the internet back in the day. That was my point. Is just oh, like God. you just accepted 
Yeah. Any little tidbit of information about a famous person, you just like, you felt like someone had like, like you'd open a little treasure box that you're like, oh man, I, I have this information that other people don't have. That's how so many fucking people got away with being like, oh me, I'm half Cherokee. Yeah, you can look it up. You just no had to internet, take people's word nothing. for stuff. Yeah. I mean, I remember like literally the palest, gingerest kid that I knew in elementary school was like, yeah, I'm half Blackfoot Indian or whatever. And sure. everyone was like, whoa. I thought I was. nuts, dude. I know. A lot of people's people did. parents would tell My parents would tell me that, <laughs> yeah. which I did have a great grandma that was full-blooded Blackfoot, which is funny that you said that. Oh, really? <laughs> it was like a great, great grandma. But I don't know if we were blood-related. Yeah, sure. I know that my old, probably white Protestant grandfather married an Indian woman, Native American woman. Her name was Granny Baskets. I do know that. I've seen pictures of her. Granny Baskets. Yeah, her name was something like... What a sp- fucking badass name. Yeah. Well, it's her, ridiculous, her, she but kept I love her. it. She wouldn't learn English, and she she was like good for her, proud and bitter, probably, that yeah. her people got exterminated, I'm sure. And uh, But all that being said, uh, I have no other information to give on her. I've never met her. She exactly. Was, born in the 1700s or some shit um holy fuck you just accepted stuff like that and that's like you said like you learned you didn't have urban dictionary you just you had to learn a word from an older kid and try it out and sometimes you didn't know what it meant you Mm -hmm. didn't know i remember like because if you rode the bus man we i went to a small school so like the high schoolers rode the bus with the little kids i didn't ride the bus yeah you're a rich fucking liberal cuck (laughs) i was uh the bus was like, it was like that movie fucking Snowpiercer. Like the class system on the bus. Have you seen Snowpiercer where like the people in the back train car, basically it's like a representation of society and like the rich people are in the front car and they get all the good food and all this stuff. And by the time you get to the back cars, they're living in poverty and the people in the back cars can't get to the front car and there's a sure, revolution sure, sure. and blah, blah, blah. It sucks. But <clears throat> I actually think we watched that movie together. That's how the but bus whatever. was. Like the amount, how cool you were in your social status determined how far back in the bus you sat. The back was cool. Oh, dude. The dude that sat in the, remember the little bus had the little seat in the back that only two people could sit in? Yeah. If you were the kid that sat in that seat, you were badass. Your finger blasting someone. Yeah. I remember Jason Coben, dude. He's like the first guy to get a pair of razor blade Oakleys, which I swear to God, I looked him up on Facebook the other day. Still has them, still wears them. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. What oh, are yeah. razor blade became, Oakleys? Just remember like the one, they're coming back now. Like kids are starting to wear them again. It's so funny to see everything that was like, became so dorky come back around. Razor blade Oakleys. Yeah. Thanks, Randy. I don't know how to use a computer. That's okay. Oh, these guys? Yeah, those bad boys. Oh, yeah, those suck. The ones where the lens was just one big piece like that? Yeah, it's like, yeah, I but get they were like it 200 for bucks. Of you course, know, like, they're very expensive. That was when I spent a million dollars when you're a kid, and like I just remember he had like a mullet, long mullet in the back, and he spiked it high, and he had like steps shaved into the side of his head. And like, wow. He chewing. The back of the bus dipping, you know, he had like skull bandits or that whatever. cool. Yeah. He was like, uh, wore a tank top year round. Didn't uh, matter. Didn't fucking matter, dude. Always had like a pair of fucking gym shorts on under everything. Well, so he he'd be had, ready like, to play a game. That, he clearly had a dad that like, did, like he'd wear those borderline shirts to school that would be like, uh, you know, hot rod shirts with girls in bikinis with big boobs on them. Whoa. Where it was like. Just right at the cusp of what was probably acceptable where they wouldn't make him turn his shirt inside out. Sure. But they were close. So that guy was like king of the, he always sat in the second, the two seater. You know, yeah. he was like the cool guy on the bus. Nobody messed with sure. him. And then the bullies. Girls all, would cycle through. The guys who would blasted. fight. Yeah. But the back three rows, there was a good chance somebody was getting finger blasted on the way home or something. 100%. You just kind of wanted to try to be in between the humps. You know what I mean? The wheel wells of the bus. Mm-hmm. There's those seats where you had to put your feet up on the hump because yes. that's where the wheel was. Yes. I you, you wanted you didn't want to be you, you didn't want to be behind that hump, but you didn't want to be too far in front of that hump. Sure. Like you wanted to get you, you don't to want be, to be friends with the bus driver. No, you don't. That's you know. So you just tried to work your way to the middle. If you tried to go past the middle, you might have to fight somebody. That became like then it became an act of physical aggression. It was really it's it was a microcosm of society. Sure. I base all but, of my school bus stuff off of Simon Birch. 
Yeah, it wasn't like that. <laughs> it was more like Forrest Gump. You can't sit here. Yeah. But I remember hearing like Ray Gant, an older kid in my school, uh, she's talking about blowjobs. And I didn't know what it meant. I was young, yeah. you know. So I was like sitting in a seat. And, you know, like you kind of work your courage up to try these words out with your friends or whatever. And like oh, uh, no. a girl in my class was kicking the back of my seat. And I <laughs> turned around and I was like, hey, stop kicking my seat or I'm going to give you a blowjob. Oh, God. <laughs> and the bus driver heard me. <laughs> and the bus driver was like, what'd you say? Because I was young. I was still sitting close enough to the front. The bus driver was in earshot. And you're like, you know you're in trouble because you yeah. know it's a bad word, but you don't actually know what you said. You have no idea. And so I was getting off the bus. She like grabbed me and she's like, you said a nasty word. And I was like, she's like do you know what that means? And I was like, oh. And she's like. Go home and ask your mom what that means. She's like, let me show you. You're like, what the fuck, lady? Yeah. Well, I thought about it more because she goes, go home and ask your mom what that means. And I was like, eh, you know, when you're a little kid, like, I didn't have to do it. I could have just not done it and gone on with my day. But I was like, oh, she's going to tell my mom. I got I to gotta sure. get ahead of this. I got to get ahead of this. Got to get ahead of this. Uh, my PR team. I thought team's about it later me. and I was like, why do you think my mom's a blowjob expert, you fucking bitch? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like. At first, I was because when you're a kid, you're like, ask your mom because that's your authoritarian figure. I thought maybe she, I'm like, oh, maybe she knew my mom in high school. <laughs> my mom was a little loose or something. She fucking roasted you. She roasted my mom. What she could, what she should have done is like, ask your dad, you know, but yeah. nope. That's even more aggressive, but yeah. <laughs> Why don't you ask your whore mother? <laughs> yeah, don't you go ask your whore mother how many dicks she sucked. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, lady, chill. Oh, fuck. Her name was Media Griswold. I'm sorry, what? That was my bus driver's name growing up. Media Griswold. Yeah. That is fucking unreal. Me is it spelled M-E-D-I-A? I think so. Media. Whew. Media Griswold. That's a name born to drive a bus right there. That yeah. Born to drive a bus, do uh construction or lunch lady. And that's it. We'll get more into bus politics on another episode. Okay, I think we can talk for an hour about that. I do too. Okay, but hold on. I really, I want you to hear I know, this I want to get into it. He pulled it up. From my dad. So, my dad, I was on his oh Facebook yesterday. God. It's fucking I just bad. read the first sentence. Is this him? No. So, hold on. So, There's, he just pulled a, a my, picture of a tracheotomy my dad dummy pulled off a, of the internet. Yes. My dad pulled a fucking stock photo from like Shutterfly or something of a fucking dummy with a trachea thing in there. So this is my dad's post. Classic Iggy. Oh my God. I mean, Kevin. Yeah. If you want to know what it feels to die of COVID drowning in your own liquids and not be able to breathe, here is a real one for you. A crazy thing happened to me last week. I get cravings and have a proclivity for eating raw onions as a spicy snack with olive oil, salt, and pepper. One fourth to one half of an onion is good enough to satisfy my craving. Occasionally, I'll eat a whole sweet onion. Last week was a red one. One fourth. And it was a good size. Never had it before. However, I experienced a severe allergy reaction. Maybe it was one off. Maybe just has some hot tea before and burnt my throat and then this hit minutes after I started on the onion my throat started swelling and I could not breath and literally in a few seconds it got even worse I coughed like crazy almost blacked out my legs were not holding me I slowed down <laughs> I slowed down my breathing immediately laid down on my chest to slower my heart rate and ease pressure on my lungs parentheses learned that reading and watching CV19 coverage parentheses end yeah it was getting insane. Interestingly, 
while the first symptoms started, strong itching and blockage of breathing, I immediately thought of cutting up and opening up my trachea with a multi-tool knife I had on my desk. Parentheses. Was tinkering with attaching my two lights to my running helmet with clear tape. Parentheses end. Unnecessary fact. <laughs> there would be no time for a 911 call. I would not be able to yell out to Svetlana or even go up the stairs to let he know. I'd collapse in the basement and she'd not hear me. Most of the time, we don't talk slash text for hours when both are working. Live and learn. No more raw onions for me. And then a fucking photo. Mm. <laughs> of a dummy, of a crash test dummy with a trachea, with a trach neck. Dude, what is, like, why? First of all, <laughs> PSA to all the parents out there. Stop starting your Facebook posts with true story or you want to hear a crazy thing uh, or any kind of like that does not make readers want to read on. I'm telling sucks. you right now that is going to get that's a scroll past text. Yep. Don't preface your Facebook texts. Old people, listen to me. Yeah. I'm fastly approaching being one of you. Just stop it. I'm going to try and be a leader in the community. Yeah. Don't lead your Facebook posts <laughs> with. All right. Everybody knows I'm kind of crazy, but check this out. True story. My mom does it all the time. And then I'm like, that's it. Don't, you, don't preface. Just get into it. Just start. You don't there. have, and you also don't need to pull a stock photo. Here's a real one for you. Here is a real one crazy for you. Crazy thing happened to me last week. True she, story. You know what the crazy fucking thing is about this? Why the fuck are you eating raw onions? What are you doing eating a fucking raw onion like an apple? Stop. Well, here's the thing also. Pick <laughs> one point for your post, Iggy. You gave so much information about how to prepare and eat an onion and how good it is. The amount that you like personally like to eat before you feel satisfied. None of that information was necessary. And saying you have a proclivity for spicy, eating raw onions as a spicy mm -hmm. snack. Don't use the word proclivity in this setting. Just don't. Right. I'm out on that. Could have just, could have really been more succinct about, I ate an onion, I had an allergic reaction, here's what happened. Uh, the bike helmet, nobody needed to know that. Yeah, no we didn't need to, to know, know why you, you had doing. a multi-tool no around. Thought, no one was reading that and was like, why did he have the multi-tool out? That's what I have to know about this story. Nope, not one person. You also probably could leave the part out about the shape your marriage is in. And yeah, uh, most of the time we don't talk slash text for hours when both are working. He's passive. He's like, I could lay there and die in basement <laughs> not like she'd even fucking care. <laughs> That would be 687 days since last blowjob, and I fucking die. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Yeah, dude. Y'all, it, it's just calm down. Just to say there would be no time for a 911 call. I would not be able to yell out to Svetlana or even go up the stairs. It's like, okay. To like, say goodbye to a woman who barely even kisses me anymore. <laughs> Oh God! I must say, <laughs> I must say goodbye to this quiet. Well, bro, she probably didn't kiss you because you eat fucking onions all the time, bro. Like that's what <laughs> I'm fucking saying. Switch your game up. You remember man. that time we roasted him for smelling bad, and he got fucking pissed. He did get mad. He, he got mad. really fucking mad. But it's like, bro, if you're gonna be eating raw fucking onions, you're gonna smell like a raw fucking onion. You cut onions and touch them, your hands smell like it. Okay, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you stink. No one's mad at you for eating onions, but you don't need to eat that many. It's not a not fruit. Onion, not problem. Problem is you. Moderation. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I got to pee really bad. Um, This was a very fun episode. Had a blast, honeys. Had a good time. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, it was good. Real fun. Get the Slop City bump, baby. Yeah. I'm only up. 900 and some odd followers short of 3,000. I think this episode could put me over. <laughs> Fucking, yeah. 
I'm just Probably. saying, I've been trying to be more active on Instagram and tuk tok, tok, tick, tick, tock. And on, then on fuck tock. On tong tong. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully, I usually get a slap bump. Let's see if I can get a 900. And- <laughs> Listen, I'm looking to get to 1 million followers. So if y'all could help me out, Let's that would episode, just be really get right great. To 3,000. Uh, no, the name of this episode is 100% Winter Wooden oh, yeah, Weight. I know. Absolutely. All right, y'all. Love you guys. Uh, Rafe Williams, my partner. Thanks for being on today. Had a blast. 5.6 pounds. 5.6 pounds of winter wooden weight, everybody. So remember that factoid throughout the holidays. And uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Whatever the fuck you're doing. Oh, also, just to let everybody know, Donald is um, he's looking like shit. I feel bad for him. He's not looking good today. He was not looking good yesterday. Uh, he's kind of just stopped wearing his dentures. So that's kind of where he's been at lately. Um, he's still still somewhat spry, but uh, I'll give everybody a thorough update on him in the next few weeks. So keep Donald in your thoughts and prayers. You know, send up a big one to Donald. and um, Be specific on which Donald. Yeah, not Donald Trump. Say Donald from Tina's Bar Job. Yeah. Donald, God Donald too. God may ignore your prayers. Yeah, you say just... Donald too. Um, not the one in the White House. That's how you'll know. All right, everybody. Love yous. Dumb, stupid looking bitch. Leader of the pack. You oh, shit. Stupid looking bitch. Someone has to say cut, don't they? Cut. Huh? <laughs> uh. Leader of the pack. Ring, 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 ring. Ranch! <laughs>